0: So Isaiah 46, verse 5, starts out with a question. Can anyone compare with me? Is anyone my equal? This is God speaking. Verse 6 says, Some people hire a goldsmith and give silver and gold to be formed into an idol for them to worship. They carry the idol on their shoulders, then put it on a stand, but it cannot move. They call out to the idol when they are in trouble, but it doesn't answer, and it cannot help. Now, keep this in mind, you sinful people, and don't ever forget it. Verse 9 says, I alone am God. There are no other gods. No one is like me. Think about what happened many years ago. From the very beginning, I told you what would happen long before it took place. I kept my word. That's right. Amen. Praise God. Going back to that, verse 5. Can anyone... Be compared to God? Anyone? No. Is there anyone equal to God? No. He is only God, the only one, who He is from the beginning to the end. And and then another verse that really stood out is, look at verse 8. He says, now... Keep this in mind, you sinful people. And don't ever forget it. That's all of us. Yeah, God's speaking to us. You sinful people. We've all committed a sin. You know, from the moment that we were born, we had that sinful nature because of Adam and Eve opening up that door, for Satan to come in. And now, today, we see the whole the consequence of sin. When you sin, there's always a consequence. You have to pay the price. There's a price to be paid for sin. We hear now what's happening in the world. We hear what's happening in America. We hear what's going on today. It's all because of sin, and it's all because of the choices that people make. You know, there's there's so many choices. You have choices, what to do and how to do it, and you know how to get there. And um, <clears throat> you know, Arlene read John 3:16. For God so loved the world, amen, Amen. that He gave His one and only Son. And who's that? Jesus. Jesus. Praise the Lord that God gave His one and only Son for who? Me. Yeah, you, us. Us, us sinful people. You know, He gave Jesus for us. And then he says that, so whoever believes in him shall not die, but have everlasting life. And he talks about these idols. He goes, look at these idols. They don't speak. They don't move. They're nothing. They're dead. And um, and I, I shared this with Sharon. <clears throat> because in... Um, the, first, the first week of May, where we're we're going to go to Memphis, Tennessee, because Sharon's um, nephew, he's graduating from college out there, he became a doctor in uh, optometry. So he's going to graduate, so we're going to go out and watch him graduate, and then we're going to come back and then he's coming back and he's going to be working in, um, in Gallup at in, in the hospital. You know, praise the Lord. And um, you know we were like Memphis, Tennessee, and there's a person that lived there a long time ago. Who's that? Alvis. <laughs> and Sharon asked me, "Are we gonna go to Elvis's house?" <laughs> I said, "Because my parents wanted us to go." To <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I said no, Sharon. I said I don't know." Um, she goes, It's $80 per person to go see. And this is what I said to her. Why would I want to go visit a dead man's house? Was my response. And just like the, the, the word that we just read right here in Isaiah look, some people hire a goldsmith and give silver and gold to be formed into an idol for them to worship. They carry the idol on their shoulders, and then they put it on a stand, but it cannot move. They call out to the idol when they are in trouble, but it doesn't answer, and it cannot help. And you know, and, and then they, then they, then they call him that he was a, a king, right? But look at all these leaders and kings and um, rulers of this world from beginning to today, they've all died. Even Egyptians, they've had rulers and they put them in pyramids and they wrapped them up and they're gone, they're dead. Are you thankful? Are you glad that we serve a living God? Yeah. We serve a God and then Jesus today is alive. He's alive. He's not in that tomb. He's been resurrected. He's with the Father right now. And then not only that, but Jesus is praying for each and every one of us. And he took our place. And he says, Lord God, Father, forgive them. Forgive them. I took their price. I took it. I took their penalty. I paid the price with my life, is what he said to the Father. Thank God for that. Amen. Thank the Lord for that. That's something that we can, we can rejoice about. That's something that we can thank God for. And then, he's, and then last week we talked about the, the, the Jewish nation, the, 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 the Jews and then Israel, how important they are to God. And then those that stand with Israel God says, I will bless them. And then he says that those that don't, that go against, I will curse them. That's what he says. And then spiritually, we all have come from the seed of Abraham. And that's who we are today. You know, thank God for Abraham's obedience Because if Abraham didn't obey God, didn't hear God, didn't listen to God, there'd be no blessing for each and every one of us today. See, your choices, your decisions that you make, some of us have family, some of us have children, some of us have grandchildren. If you want your grandchildren to be blessed, if you want your children to be blessed, if you want their children and their children to be blessed, where's it gonna start? With you. you. By your choices, by your decision, by, by, by the way you honor God and the way you obey God. It's gonna start with you. It's gonna start with you. That's right, no. And um, there are some families today that are losing their children before the parents even die. You know why? It's because of disobedience. See, God will bless you by your choices, by your by your obedience to Him. He will bless you. And it will continue to go down and down and down. When I when I um when I first when Sharon and I first met and um you know I always thought you know, who, who's going to carry on, you know, my name? You know, is there anybody? I, I didn't know I was going to have children. But I praise God that He blessed me with, the, with, with kids. And I, I thank Him for that. And then, um, but we weren't living right. And we fixed it. We came before God, we asked, we asked God to forgive us, and we made it right, and we got married. And from that moment on, the windows of heaven, the blessings of God, just open, and I thank God for that. I really thank God for this past weekend, for um, you know, Pastor and Heather as they talked to Jerry and Running Bear, and then as they brought forth in front of the whole congregation mm-hmm. that marriage and what marriage is really about. That was that was just so beautiful, and I thank God for that. You know, and I I, I hear what happened. And I hear that they, in their spirit, by the Holy Spirit, they were convicted and said, we got to fix this. And they did. Praise the Lord. That's how God intended for it to be. And then, not only that, but we even heard with um, with, um, Jeff and his wife. You know, they got married. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. And and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this with you as well. Sharon and I could not serve in the church if we were living on our own and not obedient to God. That's right. God cannot use us if we're not going to listen to Him and if we're not going to be obedient to Him and if we're not going to honor Him. He's not going to use us. So when we fix that, by that, that's when... That's when um, we, we begin to help in the Sunday school and doing all of that. You know, so, so it's really, really important that we listen to God, Amen. that we honor God, yes. and that we, we, we submit to Him and make things right. Make it right yes. with God. And then serve Him, honor Him, and, and then He will just, the blessings of God will just flow. Will just flow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And this is what we want for our nation. This is what we want for the Navajo Nation. We want the Navajo Nation to be blessed. And I've been just praying and praying and praying and asking God, when? And the reason why I say when when I'm asking Him is because I believe that I'm going to meet face to face with President Naz, and I'm gonna look him in the eye, and I'm gonna say, "This is what God is saying." Yes, Amen. But right now, I'm just praying until the Lord tells me now. And it's just amazing how God is, is just showing me all of this, mm-hmm. and um, and I and I just I just thank Him for that. And we you know we want our Navajo Nation to be blessed. Yes. 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 We want our community to be blessed. Mm-hmm. We want our children to be blessed. Yes. We, we want, you know, our, our families to be blessed. We want this United States of America to be blessed. This United States of America at one time was so blessed beyond anything that we were a great Christian nation. What happened? What happened? So now let us, um, let us go to um, Genesis 17. Praise the Lord. Genesis 17. And then look at verse 1. I'm going to read 1 through 6. It says, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord Appeared to him again and said, I am God all powerful. Amen. If you obey me and always do right, I will keep my solemn promise to you and give you more descendants that can be counted. Abram bowed with his face to the ground and God said, I promise that you will be the father of many nations. And now I'm changing your name from Abram to Abraham. I will give you a lot of descendants, and they will become great nations. Some of them will even be kings. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. We see this today. We see... The promise that God made with Abraham today, right now. And America is one of them that has been blessed because of Abraham's faithfulness. And it's been passed down. Now, let's go to Genesis 22. Genesis 22. And, And look at verse 16. Look at verse 16. Verse 16 says that you were willing to offer your only son to the Lord. And so he makes you this solemn promise. I will bless you and give you such a large family that someday your descendants will be more numerous than the stars in the sky or the grains of sand along the seashore they will defeat their enemies and take over the cities where their enemies live. How many of you can count all the stars? How many of you ever tried? How many of you can pick up uh, uh, some sand from the beach and then count the grain of sand in your hand? But that's a lot, huh? I mean... who knows what that number is? All I can say is it's a, it's a huge number. Huge number. And God promised Abraham this. And, and God tested Abraham's faith to, to sacrifice his son, and he did it. But God said, no, whoa, wait. You know, you don't have to go through with it. You know, sometimes God calls us and asks us to do something for Him but we always say, I don't have time, I'm not able, I'm too busy, I got this to do, I got that to do, and just so many excuses just, 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 just come up. There was a picture I was going to show you, but I forgot to put it up there. But, um, but Abraham was faithful to God, and he passed the tests that He was willing to sacrifice His Son. Now, let's, uh, let's go to Genesis 48. The Bible is so amazing. God's Word is just so, so beautiful. Um, Genesis 48. Let's go to verse uh, 13. So, So, Abraham, his son, Isaac, right? So, kind of picture this in your head. Abraham, Isaac, and then from Isaac, Jacob. And then from Jacob, Joseph, and I I realized this when when I was reading Genesis, he would always say, tell them that God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has sent you, me, or you know, he would say that in his words, or told him, you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, he would always say that so there, there's that lineage right there abraham isaac okay. jacob and then joseph you do you all know the story of joseph remember joseph mm-hmm. joseph what do you what do you know of joseph he was sold. he was sold yeah he was sold right mhm who was he sold to? The Egyptians. Yeah. hmm The Egyptians. And um, and who sold him? His brothers. His brothers. His brothers. Mm-hmm. How many of us have family? We have we have family, brothers and sisters. <laughs> and 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 kind of what you just said, you know, we're not going to really do it but sometimes we feel that way you know like oh I just oh I can't stand him her whoever you know and that was probably what what happened here but it was worse they, they sold him because they were jealous of him mm-hmm. you know he would interpret dreams but from that moment God had a plan and a purpose already because when when he was reunited with his father. He brought his father out close to Egypt, right? Yes. Br- brought him close to that, to that land. And, and, and then from there, it began to grow. Okay, but let's go ahead and read here in, um, in, in 13. After Joseph got up, he brought his two sons over to Jacob again. So Joseph got up, so right here, there's a, a reunion had taken place. He reunited with his father because, remember, his father was so hurt because they told him that uh, Joseph died. And, and, and then, when you read it, you, you hear about what happened, and then finally, you go, they, they reunited with Joseph, and then Joseph said, bring my father, bring him, bring him. So now, right here, 13, after Joseph got up, He brought his two sons over to Jacob again. He led his younger son, Ephraim, to the left side of Jacob. Hold up your left hand. Okay? And his older son, Manasseh, to the right. Okay? So, Joseph brought his two sons. Right? One on the left, one on the right. So, tradition. The one on the right is the one that you, you give your blessing to, to carry on. Okay? So, verse 14. But before Jacob gave them his blessing, look what he did. He crossed, he crossed his arms, put in his right hand on the head of Ephraim, and his left hand on the head on the head of Manasseh. Then he gave Joseph his blessing and said, My grandfather Abraham and my father Isaac, worship the Lord God. He has been with me all my life. And his angel has kept me safe. Now I pray that he will bless these boys and that my name and the names of Abraham and Isaac will live on because of them. I ask God to give them many children and many descendants as well. See, Joseph realized, he knew, that the older one would get the the blessing. That's why he put the, the older one here, and then he put the younger one here. But what did Jacob do? He went like this, like that. He did that. And then he blessed them. He did it accidentally? No. He knew what he was doing. Jacob knew what he was doing. Yeah, Yeah. Jacob knew what he was doing. So so last week we heard about this. So um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe next week or the week after that, I'm going to talk about birthright. Because if you notice, all these birthright, they're not actually the firstborn. They're not the firstborn. There's a reason for that, and there's a purpose for that of these these birthrights. But um, <clears throat> but right here is is what he did is uh, Jacob went like this, and and, and then he because he knew what he was doing. If you were to keep reading, um, look at actually look at 17. Let's just read it. Yeah. Look at 17 says Joseph did not like it when he saw his father place his right hand on the head of the younger son. So he tried to move his father's right hand from Ephraim's head and place it on Manasseh. Joseph said, Father, you have made a mistake. See, question right there. This is the older boy. Put your right hand on him. But his father said, Son, I know what I am doing. It's true that Manasseh's family will someday become a great nation. But Ephraim will be even greater than Manasseh because his descendants will become many great nations. Okay, do you see that? It's probably up here, huh? Leave it here, uh, Rico. Look at that. It's true. Manasseh's family will someday become a what? Precision. So now look at that. Ephraim will be even greater than Manasseh because his descendants will become what? Precision. So what do you see difference? Go ahead. Go, keep coming. What, what did you say? Ariel? What do you he said see? The mini great. Okay. And the other one is just a uh, great. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Lot great. One one is gonna be a great nation. The other one is gonna be many great. great nations. Okay? Now did you know that America? Is that great nation? America is that great nation. So look at that. Think about it. America is that great nation. And then, many great nations. that's Great Britain. Great Britain. In other words, Europe, Europe. So Ephraim, so this is a prophecy right here that took place way back in in, in Genesis from Jacob when he blessed his grandsons. Let's actually, let's go to Genesis. Let's go to the next chapter, 49. Wow, the time is going by quick. There's so much information that I, that I dug up. Genesis 49, look at verse 1. Jacob called his sons together and said, My sons... I am Jacob, your father Israel. Okay? And then let's go all the way to verse 22. What uh, chapter is it? 49. verse. Verse 1. Verse 1. Oh. So now let's go to verse uh, 22. In the same chapter, go to verse 22. In verse 22 right there, he says, Joseph... You are a fruitful vine growing near a stream and climbing a wall. Enemies attacked with arrows, refusing to show mercy. But you stood your ground swiftly, shooting back with the help of Jacob's God, the all-powerful one. His name is the shepherd, Israel's mighty rock. And then 25, Your help came from the God your Father worshipped, from God all-powerful. God will bless you with rain and streams from the earth. He will bless you with many descendants. My son, the blessings I give are better than the promise of ancient mountains or eternal hills. Joseph, I pray these blessings will come to you because you are the leader of your brothers. Amen. Amen. Verse 23 and 24. They would prevail in war because God would be with them. Look at all these wars that these nations have gone through. That's why America became so great. Because, you know, they, they were advancing. They were be moving on. Because who was who was with America? God. God. Yeah. God was helping America. Not only not only America, but but, but Britain also was, was helping. In God they trust. Yeah, yeah. Look look at that right here. In God we trust. And then in the, in, the, in the money, in God we trust, yes. our declaration of independence. I, I heard our um, pastor mention this, that, that when they were making this declaration, this is what I found out and this is what I heard one time, is that when they used to meet Congress, senators, when they used to come together, you know what? They used to pray. They used to pray. They used to pray. What happened to that? You know, if we need if 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 our leaders would turn back to God and, and start honoring God, worshiping God, obeying God, wow, God is gonna bless America even more again. It can happen. It can happen. And and then as we stand with Israel more and more and more and more, even that, more blessing. Because that's, what that's where we came from. That's where it came from. That's why America was, is so great. So great. And then verse 25 and 26, is, it says that, they would also inherit great natural resources. Did you know that America, America, where America is at right now, we can produce so much resources on our own and take care of ourselves, and not only that, but take care of others that are around us. Why are we looking to others and say, help, while we are the ones that, because we honor God, we can help them, that's right. and that's the way it's always been yes, because all these countries look what did they do? They look to America, right? Yes. For help. Yes. Help, they look to America for help. That's a good thing because if we're honoring God, if we're obeying God, you know, God is going to bless America and make America that great that we're able to help others because that's that's. How God wants us to be as Christians, right? He wants us to to be where we can help others. Yes, that's right. So, like when we pick up our offering and tithing, when you do it with a with a with a humble heart and when you give, see, God, He doesn't see what you have in your hand. He sees what you have in your heart. Because if, if all you had was a dollar, God knows that. And if you gave that dollar, He sees that, and He will honor that. Because He sees your heart. But the other way around, it, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, it doesn't work that way. And let, let me just go ahead and go there. Um, Look, look at where America is at. Did you know that where America is at also, you know what insulation is? What's insulation? Insulation. What's it? Yeah, a protective covering. So in these walls right here, what are in these walls? Insulation. Insulation to protect the heat from going out, and from the cold from coming in, right? There's heat, there's insulation up here too in the roof. Okay, insulation. America is insulated. You know how it's insulated? There's two seas, oceans, on on the Atlantic and then the Pacific. Protected by the seas, insulated. And then when you go south, South is like to the border, like to Mexico, down that way, right? Yes. And then when you go up north, it's Canada, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But there's two different lands. They're not the same. South, when you go south, it, it's a lot of desert. A lot of desert that way. But when you go north, it's a lot of forests and trees and mountains, mm-hmm. whatnot, but up that way. So, so America is insulated by the two different types of lands on the north and the south, and then the two waters that are on the east and the west. Wow. That's right. Look at this. Go go back to that scripture, uh, Rico, the one that we had up there. This this is a, uh, in the word of God, and this is from the beginning in Genesis, and look at that. He says, God, okay, go back to the other one. I think we had it. Where was it in forty-eight? Forty-eight. Okay, but but we did, we we just read it where 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 he where he told um in, in forty-eight. What was it? 13 through 13 16, 13 16, yeah. Mm-hmm. 13 through 16. Many nations, and then one great nation. Yeah. And um, America is that great nation. Now, verse 19. Verse 19. 48, verse 19. Um, I uh, <laughs> almost called you Israel. Um, Rico, just gave you a new name there. Just like Jacob. Jacob got a new name, right? Yeah. What, what do did, what did they call Jacob? Israel. Yeah. And then that's also the 12 tribes of Israel, all his kids. And then uh, that, that, that's another story too. See right there, look at that. Ephraim will be even greater than Manasseh because his descendants will become many great nations. And then before that is that someday uh, Manasseh's family will become a great nation. And, and, and where it's located and where it's at. Now, let me kind of uh, speed up here. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the, the, the blessings from, from, from God. Okay, so Joseph, his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, was destined to receive the greatest blessing among all the brothers. That's true, right? Yes. Now. The British Empire, Great Britain, okay, it was known as the largest empire in history. Did you know that? And then it says that it covered more than 13 million square miles. Think about that. How big is that? Great Britain, the land covered 13 million square miles. You know what? That's approximately a quarter of the earth's total land area. Wow. Leave that scripture up there. Yeah, look at that. Because his descendants will become many great nations, big landmass. Great Britain, known as the largest empire in history. And then also it says that the British Empire controlled more than 500 million people. That's a quarter of the world's population. (coughs) Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, what else can we take away? from these, this many great nation, from Great Britain, European countries, what else can we take away? When I was, when I was reading that, um, that, um, um, that legislation, it has on there, it says from the Europeans, yeah. so that's got to be true, the <laughs> Word of God's got to be true, this has got to be true. So what else have we gotten from Great Britain, from, from these European countries? The Word of God. Okay, the Word of God, yeah. We talked about that last week. What else? What language am I speaking in? English. English. Did you know that English is the most spoken language in the world? English. Yeah, is the most spoken language in the world. Wow, amazing, and um, I, I, I did a little research, and um, what I found out is that um, there, there's a word called Anglo-Saxon, and, and when these Israelites, see, these Jews, they were, they, were, they were scattered. They were scattered. Because when did, when did Jews finally come back together and then finally made a nation? Remember we talked about that in 1948? 40, but before that, they were scattered all over the place. Even going way back to the beginning, when, when, when they disobeyed God, they just ran, they were scattered. So, so this Anglo-Saxon, it says that some of these Jews went north into the, into the European countries, and, and then they settled there. And then that's where that word, Saxon, came from, and then Anglo-Saxon. I thought, wow. And um, I, I was looking that up, and, and it, it, it is true. You know, look, look it up, and then research it, and read it. Um, if I go into it, it's just going to take too much, too much time. But um, the United States, um, go to Genesis 49, we're there, and then look at verse 24. I'm actually going to go back to the New King James here, because I want you to see something. So 49, 24. Look. So America... Great nation, right? Look at verse 24. But his bow. So when I say bow, what what comes to your mind? Yeah, a bow, right? And a bow is used for what? Shooting, okay? Okay. Look, it says, remain in strength. Which country is so strong... In military power? America. America. Did you know that America spends six times more money than any other nation on the military? The only other country that comes in second is China. Look right now. You see Ukraine? What's happening? They're being invaded by Russia, Russia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ukraine is asking America for help, right? Mm -hmm. And what kind of help is America giving Ukraine? Weapons. Weapons. Mm -hmm. Military. Military help. That's why all these other countries were so afraid with the right person in the leadership of America because of military strength. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, um, did you ever and hear? And then on the other hand, America has uh, military camps at different countries, you mm-hmm. know? No other country has that, you know? No matter what, they don't have a small space for a different military of their country, but America's got one all over. Mm-hmm. You know? So when the war breaks out, that's where they all combine and run to that place and have that. Yeah. So that's why they're afraid of America. Because mm-hmm. they know they're ready from yeah. every corner, you know. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. And then the United States represents 4.5% of the entire world's population. Now, you guys all know the, the Mississippi River, right? Okay. And where it's at. Yeah. That that's there for that's a resource. That's a resource that's there for America. Yes, that's right. There, for farming, for farmlands, and and, and that's where all the water just just goes. You know, we're we're so so blessed by that. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So, the United States, and then also the United States,
1: is, is a, like, like we said, is a, is a very
0: powerful nation, has a land that's fertile, has good climate, Investment, hard work, and then the ability to enjoy the fruits of one's labor. See, that's why people want to come to America. Right. Yeah. Yeah, people want to come to America because they see America as, as, a, as a great nation. But those that want to destroy America, you know, like the, the Islam, the Muslim... It's because of their religious belief and they don't believe in Christianity. They don't believe in that. And they know that that America is a Christian nation. That's why they want to destroy America. 9-11 was because of that. Wants to destroy America. Terrorists, all these things that that, that has taken place in in America is because of that. Because of all of that. Now, let me um, let me let me just go here before I go to this. I don't know if we're gonna run out of time here, but I want to share something with you. In um, two thousand seventeen. How many of you know what a solar eclipse is? Okay. What's a solar eclipse? The moon covers the sun. Okay, yeah. Covers the sun, right? What's a lunar eclipse? So now it's not the sun, it's the moon. Right? Okay. So 2017. Okay. August 21, there was a solar eclipse that crossed over the United States. So that this solar, you guys probably remember that, back in 2017, that that solar eclipse went from, actually it started from the west I think, right, Yeah. and it went to the east, okay, went from the west to the east. And then, and then it's pretty interesting too where it started from. Okay, the starting point, where it started from. I'll get to that later. But um, this happened. And then this, this solar eclipse, you know what? It's going to right. come again. And it's going to come again. And they predict it's going to happen again on April 8, 2024. So that's in what, two years, two years from now, okay? So when, when this solar eclipse takes place, this is what the Jews believe when there's a solar eclipse. When there's a solar eclipse, the Jews believe that it's a warning to the world, a warning to the world. And then when the, when the lunar eclipse takes place, that's a, they believe that it's a warning to Israel. So these Jews have a calendar, a solar and a lunar calendar. And, and these things take place. So when a, when a, sol, when a, when a solar eclipse happens, and then when a, when a lunar eclipse happens, it crosses like this. And then right where it crosses, There's 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 that X, you know. In the Word of God, He says that. He uses the, the stars, the sun, and the moon to tell us, to communicate with us as signs, as signs. So now, let's go all the way back to June 8, 1918. Who remembers that day? Okay? Because a lot of us probably weren't born yet, but June 8, 1918, that was the last time that this solar eclipse took place before June 17, uh, 2017. And then um, July 28, 1914, you know what happened on that date? Whoa. War I began. July 28, 1914. World War I began. Now think about it. Four years from that moment when World War I began, on June 8, 1918, there was a solar eclipse. That took place. And then the United States joined this war in 1917 after it started, because that's when they declared war on Germany. Now, very interesting here. You know what also happened in 1918? Maybe some of you heard. Because what are we experiencing today? A pandemic, right? COVID-19, right? Related to the flu, right? Mm -hmm. And then they said, oh, this hasn't happened in a long time. The last time it happened was in 1918. In 1918. 18, during that time, an epidemic appeared, which, is, which was called the Spanish flu, and then this Spanish flu infected one out of every five people in the world. And it was the most deadly for people between the ages of 20 and 40. Now, when you think about it, that's the age group of these men that were fighting in World War I. And it says that it, 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 it infected 28% of Americans. You know, it, 675,000 people died from this Spanish flu. And 43,000 military American men died from this Spanish flu. They say that this flu was probably the biggest killer and this war, it, it wasn't people fighting each other. It was that Spanish flu that killed more people in World War I. Think about that. Because it says that over 40 million people died from this Spanish flu during the whole war throughout the whole world. Wow. Signs, signs from God. That solar eclipse that took place back then, and then the lunar eclipse, and then, we, and then we just experienced one back in 2017. Yes, that's right. And there were some things that happened. What happened during that? So now let's go to 2017. When this solar eclipse went from America across the whole land, five days after this eclipse took place, guess what happened? How many of you remember um, Hurricane Harvey? Hurricane Harvey, remember that? Remember it flooded the whole Texas? Remember that? There was a big flood. Big flood. That happened. Hurricane. Yeah. That happened five days after that solar eclipse. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so, so 2017, 1918, and then the last time it happened before 1918 you know what it was it was november 30 1776 what special event took place in 1776 yeah july 4 1776 the declaration of independence happened and then during that time too that year there was a solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. World War I, there was a solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. Just recently, there was a solar eclipse. And then Hurricane Harvey happened. Mm-hmm. And then look, we're in, when, did, when did the, the um, coronavirus start? In twi- 2019? Yes. 2019? Yes. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. The end of 2019 or the the early part of 2020 huh right yeah yeah March of 2020 wow God is real he is real he is in control he is all powerful he is all knowing he is mighty God are you glad you're a child of God are you glad that you're a child of God? And this is, this is what I found out. So they said that when Hurricane Harvey was going to take place, that the meteorologists, they predicted where it was going to hit, and here they, they were saying that it was going to hit in a certain place, which was Corpus Christi, but it didn't happen there, it happened in a different area. Yeah. And then this, this different area where it happened, okay, where it happened is, is, um, is there was a name given to this, this um, in this city. And um, let me see if I can find it here. There, there was a name, but anyway, Corpus Christi. You know what that word um, means from Latin? Who knows? What who knows what Corpus Christi means? Nope. Body of Christ. Body of Christ. Now, so the, the the weathermen, weathermen. So we're saying that Hurricane Harvey is gonna hit Corpus Christi. But it didn't happen. Instead, it hit another. Part of Texas, yeah, and cause cause destruction there in that place. Um, there was a word I, I, I forgot where I wrote it down, but there's a word for that town, that city. It, it was, and it's called a uh, city of thorns. City of thorns is what it's called. And so, think about this: natural natural disaster. Okay? Took place and it was gonna happen here in Corpus Christi. So Corpus Christi, Latin means body of Christ. Who's the body of Christ? You are we are. God's judgment is coming. It's coming, right? Yes. It's gonna happen. The wrath of God is gonna He's gonna pour out His wrath on this world. Right? And and Jesus is coming, and He's coming soon. And when He comes, what is He going to do? He's going to take the body of Christ out before the tribulation takes place. Just like that time when they thought that this, this hurricane was going to hit Corpus Christi, but yet it didn't, because I believe God's hand went like this and caused it to go around and hit another part of that town, that, that state, Texas. Amen. The same way with the days that we are living in today, God is going to take us out. Yes, He's going to take us out.